Hello and welcome to episode three of the Perth Footy Podcast. On today's episode, Cal and I will discuss our own performances on the weekend. We'll go through scores around the ground with Where's Wally. Women's footy is back for season 2021 and that will be brought to you by the Construction Training Fund and we'll take questions from around the league with Wally Box. Stay tuned for much, much more. Welcome back. It's episode three of the Perth Footy Podcast. And like every week, David Armstrong's kept Cal and myself on, so we're super happy that he has allowed that. Cal, welcome to episode three. It's exciting that we've got to episode three, Jake. Already I've used our favourite adjective, excited. And I'm excited because it's going to be another big episode. And we've got to get into it, mate. We've got a lot to talk about, don't we? We do have a lot to talk about. And obviously... Throughout the week, um, we released a little bit of a, a story on our socials of, of you kicking a, a pretty good snag. Yeah. Um, so obviously, from from your own performance on the weekend, you'd be pretty happy, you know, kicking a goal and getting that out to the public. It was it was good, you know. I just want to make it known that Jake does control the Perth Footy Podcast Instagram guys, so that wasn't me. Although I was I was very appreciative of you putting it out there because. You know, as I know, I, I, and a lot of people who know me well, you know, I am playing at half forward at the moment, and it is where, and there's a, I'm sure there's a lot of half forwards listening to our pod each week, it is where footballers go to die. It, it is tough. So when you hit the scoreboard and you kick a snag, you've got to make the most of it. I even gave it a bit of John O'Brien, Logan McDonald celebration, which was which was good. Had the opportunity to kick too, but uh, unfortunately... It's the graveyard shift. Yeah, it, it is the it. graveyard, and that's and that's what it is. And I'm, I'm doing my role for the team. You know, I'm not being known for a role player. I don't usually do... You know, I'm not one of those good team players. I'm not known for that throughout my career, but I'm doing it, and I'm doing it reasonably. Ad- admirably. <laughs> yeah. Doing it just okay. But, that, it, you know, we talk about that goal that was up on the socials. Guys, we need to discuss this. Jake, look, you are pretty happy with yourself at the moment, aren't you, mate? As he's picking up his, his Carlton Dry to have a little sip here... Mate, talk us through it. Talk us through it. Come on. Well, I didn't, I didn't think you were going to bring it up. No, nah, well, I, I got him, mate. He's, I got a message on, on Sunday, Arvo, just being like, look, mate, I've kicked the best goal. Can you put Dom Sheed uh, audio in the background for the grand final? And I was like, yeah, mate, I'm sure I can do that. But talk us through it. Come on, for the listeners out there. Well, I mean, it's it's a it's a story of right place, right time. Yep. Um, and as many people would know, backmen don't get many chances to kick goals. Yep. Um, and... My half forwards rolled up into um, our Ford fifty because um, it was pretty, you know, close state part of that game. It was Very close congested, stages, congested. congested. Yep. Um, and look, North Freo is not the longest ground in the world, yep. and uh, one of their players has tried to kind of switch it out to the bloke I was on, um, but he hasn't made the greatest connection, and it's and it's gone out of bounds on the full. Um, so you've gone over there first. I have so absolutely you've... gone hammer and tong to pick up that footy. <laughs> I don't even know if I was the closest to the ball, but the umpires actually let me take it. Yeah. And um, I was on a pretty difficult angle. There wasn't a lot of daylight between the goals. And I've gone back and absolutely... I've never flushed a kick better than I did. And I've just done the John O'Brien one hand up now. <laughs> and I've double pythoned. And I reckon I high-fived every teammate on my way back to the half-back. What I will say, Jake, and I, I have seen the footage to all our listeners, and I'm telling you now, it is a hard spot to kick goals from, but the boys do get around you afterwards, so they know how much it meant to you. It probably meant it was, a, it was a pretty important stage of the game. We might have 
I don't know. We might have to throw that up there with the with the dom sheet audio. Yeah, the back, we'll you see. Control it. We'll so see if we can. Get, we'll see if we can get it up. Um, I think I thought you controlled it, uh, Cal. Oh, definitely not please me. Get out of it, mate. <laughs> yeah, but, look, I, I was happy, mate, because um, that'll probably be the only goal I'll kick. Um, Oh, will, yeah. It will be with that attitude, mate. But I'll, as the years go on, or the season go on, should I say, I'll be saying, you know, it's 40, then it's 45, then it's 50, <laughs> then I kicked it halfway into the Swan River. I was waist deep in the Swan and I slotted it. Yeah, so. mate, it, it's, it's a, it, it is a very good goal and I'm happy for you, mate. But it was good times at uni on the weekend. How did how all grades go? Uh, it was a bit of a mixed result. We had a, a few losses in the lower grades. Um, the, the Colts got up, we had a, a few wins. Um but uh, as we'll talk about later in the segment, we do have um, uh, our, both our women's teams starting this week. So which obviously, exciting. which is super exciting. So uh, we can't wait to get into that. Uh, but TA is six from six on the weekend. Yeah, Cal. which I don't think that's happened at my time of the footy club, Jake. So it was a good, it was a good place to be on Saturday, Saturday night, uh, especially when all team, all grades win. Our thirds and fours have a percentage of about a thousand at the moment, so they're, they're sitting pretty. Um, Look, there is one bloke in our thirds I'd love to mention's kicked twenty two goals in in two weeks, but I'm not. And and what what were the the, the halls in each game? Ten and twelve. Oh, right. yeah, I honestly don't reckon I've had ten kicks. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not going to mention him because I reckon you know. Is it this, Bomber? Yeah, it is Bomber. Is it Bomber? Yeah, yeah. yeah Bomber, we might, like Bomber. We're, we're going to tr- you know now that we've mentioned it, like we're going to have to. Wedge his head out of the the doors at, at Billy Graydon because his head's going to be so big it might get stuck. Right. Well, maybe we'll get him in on the pod like it's a, no. a typical. Oh, well, full forwards we must we must be scraping the bottom of the barrel, but we will look at goal kickers over the next couple of weeks as they unfold in all our grades because I know it it is pretty cool to kick a goal as Jake's pretty much spent seventy five percent of our pod. Discussing his own goal from the weekend. Well, I mean, you have to do podcast prep, mate. So, you know, if, if, if we wanted to highlight that in the first segment, then, then so mate, be it. I want to discuss a little. I think I've, before we get on to everything else, I've got a new stat. Give me a stat. I'll I think a stat. I'm, I think I'm, I could be leading the, the A grade comp in this stat. And I don't think it's. And, it, and you know, we, we look at podcasts and all that sort of thing for a bit of inspiration. I look at Dylan Buckley and his almost touches and, and all that. But this is my new stat, and I think I'd be leading the comp in it. Um, I don't know how you'd register it in a stat sheet, but I'm the first guy, after someone kicks a goal, I'm always the first guy to get around him or like with a high 10 or a low 5 or a little hug. And I think I did it about seven or eight times against uni, and I reckon I had about three or four on the weekend against Scarborough. So I'm up to about 11. You know, that bloke that generates the energy get around, gets around the goal kicker, you know, this is what I'm trying to generate in the graveyard shift at half forward. So I look... For all the half forwards out there, don't be afraid to add this on your stat sheets. And you know, you always focus on inside fifties tackles and all that sort of stuff. But it's pretty important to get around your teammates, no matter what you're doing. But when they kick a goal, be the first one in there. And I, mate, I'm leading the comp. Look, look, that's all well and good, Cal, and I'm happy that you are leading the comp in a stat. But I'm sure Sally would like to see a few more tackles <laughs> instead of high fives. But look, I'll, I can talk to him about that personally. So it's that's that extra fine. gut running, Jake. That after after you've worked hard, it's important. Well, look, that's enough about ourselves because, again, we don't want a whole pod get it dedicated to ourselves because we could, we could probably do we it. Could do we that, could actually. record 30 yeah, minutes of, of our own chat, but that wouldn't get many listens. So make sure we stay tuned with Where's Wally coming up next. Hit it. Where's Wally? Where's Wally? Did you say him? Where's Wally? All right, Cal, second week of Where's Wally. It was an awesome start by you last week. You came up with some you know, ripper results and you've done some, a good fact-finding mission 
What have you got for us this week? Well, we like to go around the grounds. We want to see every grade and what's going on. And there's a few games that stuck out with me. We'll start with the B grade, mate. I think, and this is what's exciting me this year, I think the B grade comp's going to be very close. Your, your Bass and Dean boys. Bass, the Basso boys got up there 2-0, and but that's not the game I'm looking at. But it is, I think there's a maybe a top five, six, seven foreman already. It could go either way. But I'm going to look at Wanneroo defeating West Coast. Wanneroo 9-8-62 defeated West Coast 8-10-58. Probably an upset. Would you say West Coast looking to be one of the favourites in that? Well, comp? it's actually City Beach Oval's uh, a tough ground to play at. Yep. Obviously, the conditions it is pretty blustery being right on on the shore. Yeah, um, so that's it, great win. I'm calling it. I'm calling it upset for Wanneroo, and I reckon you know early wins are very important. So you know, there's some talent running around in both teams. Wanneroo getting the chocks in close wins. It's very very important. So I think over the next couple of weeks we're going to have to keep an eye on the B grade comp. But Wanneroo knocking off West Coast this early in the season that's a big win for them. It's a huge win. That's well done to the Wanneroo Roos. The Roos, boys. up and about. All right, let's go over to C grade now. This one's this one's interesting because I'm, I'm, I'm going after Carlisle here. Carlisle 2-0. and I think Carlisle for, for a while have just been not, not so much making up the numbers, but not really threatening, not really doing anything too dishevelled. So, Your old area, I believe, uh, Carlisle area. Yeah, left lane Carlisle, the Carlisle Cougars. Yeah, a lot of good blokes down there. Um, <clears throat> but I think this is pretty important for them. You know, yeah. Jake, they've knocked off... Carlisle 7-12-54, defeating Canning Vale 7-9-51. Again, close wins. Form a bit of culture, form a bit of grit and determination amongst the boys. But making them go 2-0, and early wins, so important in any year. So I'm just I'm looking at Carlisle being like, maybe is this the year that they really challenge for finals football in the C grade? Oh, can't wait to see it. Let's all follow those Carlisle boys close because they're a podcast favourite. Yeah, well, I reckon I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on them early. I, you know, I don't want to say I've got, I've got that many teams because, you know, people aren't, you know, they're not going to take my word for it. But let's keep an eye on the Carlisle Cougars, all right? Um, let's go to C2, Jake. C2. C2, and I think th- this is another team that's, and again, I, you might realise I'm going I'm going after teams that are going 2-0. We're looking at teams. Mm-hmm. This team now, High Wickham. I'm looking at 15 14 104 defeated Mozzie Park 12 375. Mozzie Park, I mentioned last week, coming up a grade. Uh, got brought back down to earth this week. High Wickham's got Graham Jetta running around, pretty handy footballer. He, can, he's can he's not, not too bad, he, Graham Jetta, yep. He, he's kicked five on the weekend, and the week before that, they've got Brett Wolfenden, again, another handy footballer. So probably about, great. We yeah. could get Wolfie on the pod, I reckon. He's, he's probably got a face for something like this, doesn't he? Never met him personally, but I'm, I'll take your word from a cow. I don't know if he'll come on now, but yeah, sure. No, well, we'll see how we go. But he kicked five the week before. So they've got some goal kickers. They've got some avenues to goals, and they're getting it done. A 2-0 and o start. I love that sort of thing. So I think they're the Bulldogs out at High Wycombe, I believe. Yeah, the High Wycombe Doggies. Yep, so really, really good start. Um, I'm going to go to the A, the a grade now. I'll feature game again. And I, I mentioned them two weeks in a row. I mentioned them last week. Kingsway. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on Kingsway. Thirteen five eighty three defeating Curtin Uni Wesley nine five fifty nine. So that's it. On that cow playing at South Oval, tough ground to win. It, at. it is, and and I reckon they make a little bit of a fortress down at Kingsway. But, it's actually, I mean, I don't know about you personally, but I'm, I don't overly like playing at Kingsway's home ground because it's massive. It's it's like the MCG times two. Yeah. So they, if they're going, if they're starting to form this, and this is what's important, I reckon Curtin Uni Wesley, they're a good side. Very that, good side. I believe they had a couple of blokes missing, handy players missing due to Brock Higgins' wedding, so they had a couple of blokes out. But the depth at Curtin Uni Wesley is pretty good. So the fact that Kings Kings Way have got the job done, that's 
I got you know, I don't want to pump up pump up my mate Ryan Brooks too much, but that's a huge win by his boys. Uh, yeah. Whatever is in the water out at Kingsway, we, we need some of that, Carl, because yeah, yeah. they're they're flying early they're, and. Uh, Look, if there was, you know, any kind of sports bet markets for yeah, Famo's footy, I reckon they'd be at a, at a nice juicy odds that, um, to. And, they, and I reckon they're short. Out. They're shortening by the week, so we, let's let's not sleep on Kingsway. I like what they're bringing out. My last one, mate. My last where's Wally around the grounds feature, and it, it, I'm going to the C5 reserves. You have done your research. I have now. done my research. I like to get in there. Um, North Beach, fourteen eleven ninety five, defeated University zero five five. Now. Tough brace. We're we're a part of we're a part of the podcast fraternity now, aren't we, Jake? We are we're a part yep, of podcast correct. life, and I'm very fortunate enough to to have encountered and and, and working with the the Purple Rain, the Purple Rain podcast, Ducktronic. Duck Shout to out Melbourne. to Ducktronic. Yeah, yep. Ducktronic. He's he does a good job there, and he's he's been doing it a little bit longer than us. So a little, just a little bit. But in discussion with him, he's reckons in close to over thirty years. They call it the Dingoes. Is that right? The fours. The Dingoes are the, the fours. Yeah, could be the first time that they haven't kicked a goal in a game in about thirty years. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, they have always been a, you know, a they're, they're, they're or thereabouts. Yeah. They've always been been in finals footy base area that I've been out at the club. But yeah, I was I was shocked. I thought it was sometimes when you look on the scores after the game, they're kind of generated. I've seen like in in A grade yeah. checking the scores, it's like a hundred to zero. Then obviously they they it could be like a little bit of a test. Yeah. But I saw it was ninety five to five, and I, I didn't quite believe it. And then uh, talking to a few of the boys, yes, it was we, we yeah, didn't well. kick a goal. So. so Slick North Beach outfit, maybe, but when this sort of stuff happens, you know, a team that's been so successful over many years, this is where your Royal Commission's come out. This is where investigations happen. Now, I'm a little bit concerned, and the person you've got to go to first and foremost is the president. What is going on? Because this is the sort of stuff, this is the sort of insubordination that a lot of the supporters, a lot of the playing group are not, <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> So I want to know what's going on, because uh, and you're the perfect man to ask, because one, you're the president of the university, and mate, I, I'm just this is the whispers and everything that's going around. Yeah, the look, moment. look, there has been call for my head pretty early, round two into the season. So um, I think we've got an emergency committee meeting, and and maybe a bit of a restructuring might go around. Um, but no, I think it's just you know a few game plan issues, and they're just yeah. trying to iron the kinks out. You yeah. know, a few boys coming round two early. You know, you know yeah, they yeah. need a couple of weeks pre-season, so I've got no doubt that uh, that the great dog our games record. Holder and Dill Evans will have those boys firing, um, you know, when, when, it, when it matters when in, it in matters, the later yeah. part of the year. North Beach is a slick outfit too. And know? also yeah. another ground, that could be, a, you know, a future little segment for us. Hardest yeah. grounds to win at because Charles Riley is, is a tough ground to win Yeah, it is tough actually. That, that is a good... North Beach got some of the great supporters. Yeah. And write that down, Jake. We'll, do that, down. we'll do that in future pods. But yes, mate, that was the last one to finish. I know it was a little bit of a stitch up, but where's Wally, guys? We want to hear your results. And, and don't be afraid to hit us up on the... On the socials, if, if you've kicked a bag or you think the team's performed really well, let us know and we'll mention it yeah. make sure everyone takes note. Because if we're because talking about, Cal and I are talking about us kicking goals every week, I don't think we're going to be able to mention it much because <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen too often. But, uh, but Cal... <laughs> we need some content, guys. An- so. Another ripper another ripper segment, Cal. Uh, we appreciate all the research you uh, do into that. And uh, look, leading on from Wes Wally with the Construction Training Fund Women's Update is up next. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this next segment is brought to you by Construction Training Fund. From supporting the talented women in the Perth Football League to helping talented women lead WA's building and construction industry, the Construction Training Fund is building tomorrow's champion. So let's take a look into 
you know, the, the history of uh, the, the Women's League first and foremost, um, because we do have round one obviously kicking off this weekend, Cal. Um, and I believe you've got a, a few stats for us, the, the, the way it's been built um, since its inception. Well, I think it's pretty exciting, and especially having a, a big sponsor like CTF on board, it just goes to show that it's growing each year. And I think that's so awesome, just not just from a Perth Football League perspective, but for for young women and growing up, just having the opportunity, no matter what, to to fall in love with the game, but also be able to play it, you know, in an area where they live. You know, a couple of years ago, there'd only be a, a handful of women's team. When 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 did Uni have their first? The, the first proper season um, was twenty eighteen when it properly kicked yeah. off. But but twenty seventeen they did have. Um, I think it was almost like trial matches. I think yeah, they yeah. did a, a trial of, you know, 10 matches or eight matches throughout yeah. the year. And then it, it wasn't for, you know, premiership points or anything yeah, like yeah. that. It was just more organised matches um, where, you know, they would play the, the four quarters than the normal format it is yeah. now. Um, but it was more so, you know, to get people interested. But I remember watching kind of the women's first um, game at McGilvray and to what it is now. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's grown it's in, amazing. in, in that's, length, that's, mate. And that's, that's, I think, what's... What's fantastic and just only going to be better is that like 50, if you hear 52 teams, that's huge. And that'll get bigger from different areas and all, and all that. Um, and, and that's what's great. And having a major sponsor and, and investing more time in our women's football, in, in their development, I think it's, it's, it's great what the Perth Football League are doing. And, it, and it, it's going to give so much opportunity to a lot of young females. Exactly right. And we do see this season um, the women's competition um, continued to expand and 12 new clubs um, have joined in, in season 2021. Um, and along with these 12 teams, um, three clubs have expanded to include, you know, two women's sides. So it's, it's side. actually, yeah. we're getting, you know, that many numbers. Um, I know down at uni personally, we, we do have, you know- You got two sides. We got two yeah, sides. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, you know, 60 plus girls are down there um, and they're absolutely loving it. Like the numbers um, down, you know, on Monday and Wednesday nights, there's, you know, there's footies flying everywhere. Um, it's awesome to say. We yeah, love it is it. good. And then a couple of new sides as well. Like I think Scarborough's got a new side, but but even I think Coolbinia, Whitford, I mean, that, th- this is going all around the metro area and this is, and, and that's just great. I mean, I know speaking to um, Coolbinia's director of women's footy, Caitlin Spencer, I think spent time at Yeah, Coolbinia, yep. Yep, and, and, Benny Cameron's the president down there. And shout out to Benny Cameron serving dinners on the Thursday night, making sure everyone's engaged, which is great. But speaking of them, they've only got three girls with previous football experience who have actually played before. And the rest of the team is made up of of girls who just just want to get down, kick the footy and and have a bit of fun. And and I I just think that's great because that might be the attitude now, get everyone involved, and that's going to create a pretty good culture. It's going to make people want to come down to your football club and it's even going to improve. The skill level is going to improve pretty quickly. The more you play a sport, the more you get around each other, the better you're going to be. So I, I just think, you know, just Coolbinia is just one example. It's only going to get better, and it's probably the same at a lot of clubs like that. Oh, think, we've got the list here. So it's yeah. Wembley, North Frio, Melville, Scarborough, Whitfords, Manning, Yanship, Balladura, Ellenbrook, Coolbinia, as you mentioned, yeah. Hamlesey, Kareen, and Bal Divas have all joined all new, the women's yeah, competition, awesome. which is which is massive. And that's, as you said, that's going to, you know, opposite ends of Perth. Yeah. And so the wider coverage is probably the, the most pleasing thing. So it's not only just a little bubble of yeah. the north or south. That's it's widespread now, which is awesome. Which is really, really exciting. And then, well, then I guess the question is, which teams are going to be threatening? Which teams are going to be the ones that, that look like? I know it'd be hard to go past 
Curtin Uni Wesley, who are, I believe, reigning premiers the last two years. They're in line for a three-pay. They're a bit but of a Hawthorne dynasty. They are looking good. Martin Edmonds at the at the helm, and they've got a new captain this year, Ray Southam, who's been doing a, I think, runner-up best and fairest the last couple of years, so a good person at the helm. They're going to be pretty good. They've got some pretty good depth down there, Mark. And and that's and I suppose that's uh, you know what Wesley Curtin have built as a club as well. I mean, they're successful across a, a lot of their grades, yeah. but to have that... Um, you know, filter down to the women's as well. Yeah. Um, it goes Which to show new, new club as well, and it goes to show the good work that Wesley Curtin have done there in, in building the the women's team there and having you know a really successful team. Because to win two premierships in a row, um, that's bloody tough. Um, obviously, Uni was very um, fortunate to win the first one, and yeah. um, they uh, they had a great great celebration winning the first like inaugural yeah, that's cool. um, Amos Absolutely. Amos flag. So you know that's a bit of history that we'll take, but um, definitely. There'll be a lot of clubs in A grade, you know, trying to chase down Wesley Curtin because, you know, they're three, the three beat, Pete, they're obviously the team to beat. So that's exciting. Yeah, North Beach would be thereabouts. Now, I wanted to bring up North Beach. Yep. I, I, I did speak to you about this during the week. Our old friend has taken the helm. I, I don't know what North Beach have done here. They've, they, well, they, I'm sure they could have picked someone else. Well, this is so to, to our listeners, and if you listened to the pod last year, Hayden Marquetta, our great mate, he's at the helm of the A side in the women's for North Beach. Now, this is, I, I tried to get some dirt, Jake. I really did. I went. Sure, I, you got some. I, well, I spoke to Mel Plant, who's the, se- who's the second side down there. She's the captain down there. And I was like, look, you got anything for me? You got anything to discuss on the pod? And he, she, got, she just turned around, no, no. He's been there and, there and everywhere, but he is a good bloke, all around nice guy. And I was like, well, what, that's, what good is that? So maybe they need to play a couple of games for them to jump ship. <laughs> well, I, I would love to be a, a, a fly on the wall listening to one of his halftime speeches. Um, <laughs> a few analogies. There'd, a few, be a few, there'd be a few footy analogies, yeah. um, you know, that if you, we just take it week by week, yeah, all yeah. the generic <laughs> football terms. A few um, nicknames. He'd throw a few nicknames out. Yeah. Lookalikes and all yeah, that. A few Smithies and Maccas, you know, all the <laughs> whatever you can come up with. Um, there'd be a few different drills, um, Hayden Marquette. You're not in the podcast room anymore, Hayden. You're yeah. out in the, the big wide world. You're out on the on Charles Riley under the eyes. Of parents, they, you know, yeah, they'll be club, calling for your head. Yeah, big club. It's a too. big club. Yeah, they, if he goes 0 and 2, Cal, 0 yeah. 3, or if he goes halfway point of the season and he's not above 500, yeah. I'm going to be calling for yeah, his head. Well, I think, you, look, I think this is a good opportunity. We will have to get him on the show at some stage. We'll get him but on. It'll either be after a few losses into a, in a Royal Commission of why that happened, or maybe after a couple of wins. He's got Kelly holding it, captaining this top side, and she's pretty handy. So I think, you know, the old adage is you give anyone the keys to a Rolls Royce, they'll be able to drive it. So let's hope that Hayden well, let's hope he has his driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's done his uh, coaching accreditation yeah, as well. So I'll be I'll be sure to check. That I was very intrigued to see how he's going to go, but it is exciting, and, and I think the the fact that it'll be a great opportunity for us to to get a lot of guests on our show from the from the women's side of things on from the Perth Football League, and it's just getting bigger and better, and, and it's and it's really really great to see. Exactly right, and and especially with the the C grade team, it's you know it's C C one to to C four, so yeah. it's it's stacked, and we do see the some teams you know hit the ground running, and, and I suppose the the one um, the one thing is the transfer of learning. Some come from you know netball backgrounds, yeah, soccer backgrounds, absolutely. basketball backgrounds. Yeah. The Scotty Penderbury's yeah. they have you know they are able to take those skills from other sports and and basically hit the ground running um, as we said. Um, in football and that you know that's what we love so um, make sure if you you get the chance um, if you are at a club that is you know uh, adopted a women's side that you, you're supporting them you're getting around them because it's um it's growing yeah, at a rate of knots especially for guys like us Jake who probably you know you take for granted that we grew up having the opportunities from a very young age to play the sport that we love 
and I, th- and I think it's it's important to look at that and, and the fact that we've got girls coming across to play some footy in you know in their teenage years or in their 20s or even in their 30s it's just awesome because they've obviously got a passion for the game they've obviously got a passion for running around and and getting a getting a kick and and, and and of course the social aspect which is the best thing about playing at a footy club the fact that it's growing in so many areas of Perth it's going to be really really good so hopefully teams transition to a new game if you're playing for the first time you know don't take Jake's advice and be a defender just go hunt the pill go and find the footy as much as you can and if you can kick a goal send a video into us and, and we'll make sure it gets yeah. up onto our socials if you get more than three kicks and you've done better than me basically so um, <laughs> yeah, Look, that's a great women's update brought to you again by the Construction Training Fund. Again, they're an awesome sponsor. We're happy that they're on board. Um, and we'll keep you updated next week once there's a few results running, uh, we'll running get through. Wally. And we'll get into get into Where's Wally for sure. So, um, again, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. The much-anticipated Wally Box coming up next. Or you can trade it all in for what's in this box. The box. The box. All right, we're back after a well-deserved uh, little break in another week, another segment of Wally Box Cow, and it's been largely well-received. Yeah, better received than I thought it would be, to Some, be honest, we, we struggled for questions early, yeah. um, more so because you know we had to make up a couple in episode <laughs> one, we're not going to lie, because we only had no. about two to actually genuinely ask, but and every no. week... We've been getting, you know, a couple of more, uh, a couple more each episode. Which so, is good. Which is which is good because it shows everyone it. actually gives, you know, <laughs> a bit of a shit about this podcast, <laughs> which is love. You know, we can put an E on this podcast as, as explicit, but that's fine. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind uh, dropping a less bomb there. Um, a few questions have come in this oh, week, Cal. I must be. I'm a little bit nervous, Jake, because I'm not. You haven't really worded me up as much. I as haven't. I would have liked, so no, I haven't given you a lot so. of prep. So, yeah. look, we'll dive straight into it yeah, and. Look, we did put the footage of you kicking the goal up pretty early on in the week. You put the footage up. Well, you ran out. Me. Well, we both. We joint run it. Mostly you. Um, (laughs) From Trinity Aquinas. So your own footy club has responded to this uh, question, and they said, "How long after kicking this goal did you realise you'd be using it to pump up your own tyres, Cal?" Well, it was pretty. Yeah, it's almost. You know, when it was. You know when you kick the goal and you know it's going through? Yeah. Literally probably like two seconds after that. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah Content. And our video, yep, the vi- our games are videoed, you beauty, and I'll be saving that for later. Mainly for, you know, kids at school or, you know, for blokes like you who need to see that. I Actually, I was a little bit flat to all our listeners. I sent him the goal thinking, yeah, you beauty, I've got footage of it. He's like, mate, I kicked the best goal. And I literally <laughs> sent me the footage and I was like, oh. I think I tried Damn it, it is yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't want to admit that, Cal, but uh, yeah, well, I think better. I did. And that, means, and that means probably you go ahead in the in the Perth Footy Podcast best and fairest. Yeah. So you're at four and I'm at two at the moment. So yeah. I need to get a kick this week. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, look, and, and look, I'm going to keep the Trinity Aquinas scene because um, ex-president oh, and one of the great men around the league, um, Andy Edwards, oh, um, the beast, beasted two, the beast if you did. want to follow him on Instagram. Where is the footage of the easy missed goal? So you've been talking about how you kicked two, but you yeah. actually didn't tell us about the easy missed one that you kicked. So yeah. it's a double-edged sword. Cal. Well, it depends. It depends what perspective you're looking at. Easy miss, you know. I don't know how many goals Ed's kicked in his career, but you know, I, I remember this. I remember which one he's talking about because there was like I think there was like four blokes hanging off me, and just all this pressure. I just had to throw it on the boat, and it might have just missed. That might be a little white lie, but okay, that's pretty. That's what we're going with, and you know, until we get the footage of the easy miss, then. I'm just going to assume it was 10 metres out directly in front of shanked it. So, got to kick better cow. A little bit um, of Good kicking is good football. Yeah. Um, 
Moving on to the next question, and, and this is a ripper one, and I reckon um, the great man Graham Jeddah has has oh, uh, yeah. responded to one of our questions, and I reckon he sent this in because he must have kicked a few goals already. So he says, who are the leading goal kickers for the A, B, and C grades? Cal, if you could shed right, some light on that. On. Um, yeah, I, well, Graham Jeddah, he, I did mention him earlier, and where's Wally, so he's obviously kicking a few goals. So if we go... We go across the A grade, uh, Ryan Eckett from North Beach, he's kicked 10, with Braden Furmark and Cole Halligan from Kingsway, they kicked 9 each, it's a, it's a good way to start the and year. And Cole Halligan did kick 7 in yeah, the first game, so, so, he's, so... He's only kicked 2 on the weekend, so... Yeah, got to uh, lift. He'll, he'll probably, yeah, he will lift. <laughs> Just not, hopefully it's not against us. Or us. <laughs> in the B grade, we've got Kurt Monaghan from Whitford, he's kicked 9 as well, and... James Delborello, who's now at Basso, my boy's Basso. He's kicked seven. And William Clement, Billy Clement, good St. Mark's boy. St. Mark's alumni, I believe, from Whitford's. He's kicked seven. And we go to C2. It was Graham Jenner that asked us a question. So, Jets, well done, mate. You've, uh, you're have you at the top of the list in the C2. You've kicked seven with your good mate Wolfie from High Wickham with five and Cam Tilly from Corbinia with five as well. So, mate, I'm, I'm pretty keen to... Jacob, I'll keep keep tabs on our goal kickers, especially. I'll ignore the C five because uh, there's there's Simon doesn't need to hear. We don't need to hear that each week. But don't. you know, I'd, I'd love to have a couple of forwards kick a hundred in a year. Wouldn't that be cool? Well, it's return of the key forward this year. Seeing yeah, the AFL, the different. Tex Walker, the you know the reinvigoration of, of the just, Texan. Just he's back. Get it in there. Yeah. It's amazing when you just move it quickly and get it in. Yeah, you know, especially if you're taking free kicks from out in the full. Yeah, you, know, you can dob them. So it's pretty easy, mate. Um, look, moving on. Um, we've got one here from Garth. Uh, from obviously, he must be a Warnbro supporter. He goes, when are you going down to Warnbro? I now, did. I, now this is a throwaway comment. I played cricket with a couple of guys that. From Warnborough, and you know, I think it was a couple of years ago they won a flag. Yep. And I said, yeah, well, you know, if we get a buy and everything, I'll come down and watch you play and, and all that sort of thing. But they've, I think they're 0-2, Jake, I believe. They're yet to win a game. Well, so I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to be driving down to Warnborough just to see them lose. Yeah. So... Right. Unless their canteen is going to yeah, offer us something, something that, good, you that know, we're, we're willing to you know, put some money behind the bar on. A couple on. of free commemorative cup dry cans would be nice or, or something like that. Or, or a nice little shinidi burger, which we, we also love. Happy to live stream that game, to be honest, and, and have a nap while, while doing so. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love the Warner boys, especially Geordie Adams and Luke Shepard. So I hope the boys can turn it around. Shep, get your hamstrings right. Um, next question is from uh, 66Moose. 66 so, most good. Oh, good. Yeah. Big, big, big podcast favourite. Yeah, 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 podcast favourite. He's, he's always uh, sending in questions. Um, best supporters. So that, that's a. How, in, long, how long's a piece of string, really? <laughs> um, 66 most? Yeah, best supporters. As in. Well, there's, one, or, there's two ways to look at this. So your supporters who you feel like get around their own team, or the ones that you feel like are the best, as in the ones that absolutely hose you down when you play there. Yeah, well, so, we could look at both sides yeah, of that, yeah, I, I feel. I think, I've got one um, immediately. So, yeah. um, Kalamunda Footy Club. Oh, absolutely, um, they, they spent man. They spent a fair bit of time um, in A grade over the years. And every time we went up there, they seemed to have some sort of past players day or... Yeah, there was all... Yeah, I, I guess us like all too. the time. And, and every time, like, I'd, someone would get the ball in the wing, it would just that be an right erupt in right of, oh, in front of a yeah. can bar oh, and it would okay. just... You, you couldn't hear the umpires, uh, you know, whistle. They were that loud. So I would say they're, they're a very passionate group Absolutely. of supporters, the Kalamunda Cougars. Tough um, drive out there, isn't and it? It's, but no, I love it. I love heading out to Kalamunda because it's actually a really nice place to play. You go up the hill... 
Um, the great ground, great canteen as well. They got yeah. some great food there as well. And we are big fans of, of oh, yeah, good we canteens. Need to, we need to get some good canteens. But, but from my perspective, Kalamunda, that's just something that. that yeah, um, okay. I think uh, I think intimidation for me, and I'm looking at probably one of your top sides. But it is, it is tough playing at Charles Riley. You, you really earn your kicks down there, especially on that side. Yep. They get a lot of people there, and, and you know, a lot of other clubs love North Beach. They love playing against North Beach. And you can tell that I'm being a little bit, there's a little bit of satire on there, but their supporters do come from, from all over the shop and they yep. get around their boys and it is tough to play there. So, yeah, would, they, would you call them the best supporters or at least the most, the most loyal? Well, I would probably classify the best supporters as actually just rocking up and being present, obviously. If, you, yeah. if anyone's ever played out at McGilvray, there's not a lot of atmosphere around at McGilvray and we often it's just have the, tough for you both. the supporters either side because we don't have a lot of infrastructure around the ground. So, you know, I love our supporters for actually, you know, coming down and walking, you know, 500 metres to get to the ground from the bar um, in the licensed area, of course. Yes, of course. Um, and I love that, but in terms of you know passionate supporters like North Beach, that again another club that loves having past players days when, yeah. you, when you play or, or premiership reunions. <laughs> yeah, because they've won a few, so and, they, and they've won obviously a fair few premierships. Yeah. So there's always seems to be having a ground set up like that as well, where you where you where you can bar your license. Yeah, they got those steps on there as well. When it's right yep. there on the edge of the ground, you know you can definitely it definitely adds a bit of atmosphere, but you don't want to make a mistake in front of that area. Certainly not. And and look, Cal, we haven't made many mistakes in our career, have we? Um, Absolutely not. Yeah, said no one ever. Um, and look, another one that also springs to mind, and they are doing, um, you did mention them before, the, the Whitfords boys heading at McDonald Reserve up, yeah. up at Whitfords. Again, another, another team that has really passionate supporters that come out in droves. Um, and they love getting down on that little bank that's behind the goals. And they just, yeah, they're very vocal. Good ground, uh, McDonald Reserve, Jake. I literally, my parents still live just off, just down the road from there. A few there, kicks so on that ground. Mate, I did play all my junior footy there. So it was, it, it is a very, very nice, but a big deck now. I don't know how Huge you deck. It is one of those Kingsway, uh, Scarborough type decks mm. where you've where you got to actually work hard to get your kicks. But they do do a lot right down there, at, well, up there at Whitford. So there's a, that's actually a really good... Good question. Who was it? Moose. Moose. Uh, Sixty six moose. Sixty six so moose. We might get him on the pod. The moose one week. man. Yeah. Like I, I love the moose's thought process there. We might need to get out to a couple of lower grade games and, and see what their supporters are like. But exactly you're right. There's a few supporters that definitely stick with you. There's a few out there for sure, and I'm sure there's many many other teams that um, could you know lay the claim that they are the best supporters. Um, look, how another great episode or segment, sorry, of of Wally Box. Um, yep. I think probably the best yet. Yeah. Well, um, well, I dare keep say. sending your questions in, guys, because yeah. it's really good instead of. Jake and I happen yeah. to have... We can't run an episode. Yeah, yeah unless we have to literally go on Google and, and try and find something for you. But um, look, Cal, another very efficient episode. Um, you know, we've got some special guests lined up over the next yeah, just, um, just you know, couple of months. Just the two of us this week, which is, which is fine. You yeah. know, there's probably a, a couple of people that probably don't agree with that. But sometimes it's, it's, it's nice not just, it's yeah. just not me and you. But we are going to have some a lot more people, a lot more fascinating football stories. Yeah, so ourselves. make sure you, you're liking and subscribing um, to the show because, as we said, we've got some ripper guests lined up over the next couple of months. Um, and obviously, as the season gets on, we'll have a heap more to talk about. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Cal. Thank you, Jake. Um, good luck on the weekend. Too, Try mate. and get you know, a few more tackles than high fives. Yep. Um, and we'll see you all next week. Cheers.